Hi, I'm James Van Alstel. This is Carcon Carne. And if you own a home in the Chicago area, in the suburban Chicago area, you know winters are brutal on your home. They are hell on your doors, your windows, your gutters. And then you get no relief because spring comes along and the storms just do tons of damage. If you think you may have damages that could qualify you for a roof and or siding replacement through your insurance, you need to talk to my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. They'll give you a free nine-point inspection of your property exterior before you call your insurance company. Let them assess any damages you may have and walk you through the steps of a claim hassle-free. They're an accredited member of the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating, and all their contractors are licensed, bonded, and insured. They also use the highest quality materials available at no additional charge to you. Call 224 677 6149-224-677-6149 or visit them at suburbanroofingandsiding.com. If you're a homeowner, these are the new friends you need to make. Suburban Roofing and Siding. It's Car Con Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Car Con Carne. And welcome to Carcone Carne. Uh, I'm recording this on Friday the 13th, January the 13th, 2023. That feels good, right? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Fingers Finger, crossed. Yeah. And I can't say this with every guest, but I can say it with you. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Uh, I have Sweetie in my car before Punk Rock Tacos in Villa Park. To my right, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, it is Birdie. In the back seat, it is Sweet Johnny Marble. Hey, what's up? Of the, of the band, sweetie. Uh, before they perform inside Semitas in Villa Park on North Avenue, uh, I was saying to Noah Corona, organizer of Punk Rock Tacos, the need for all ages opportunities, I, I feel like hasn't been this strong for a while. Like there's a real, like it, it, it's an empty emptiness that needs to be filled. And I think this is a great example of doing it. Absolutely. Like most of the gigs we end up playing are 21 and over, not even 18 and over, but 21 and yeah. over. And um, it doesn't really occur to me because when I was younger and going to the punk shows, it was, you know, they were all over the place. Yeah. Church basements and oh, yeah. et cetera. But so absolutely. So I'm glad they're, they've got this established and it's hopefully it'll kind of resuscitate some life into the all ages punk scene around here. Uh, speaking of church basements, Marty, uh <laughs> bad thing, sweet thing, the album uh, the songs range from Catholic Boy to Devil Girl. Uh-huh. Is there a religious rebellion thing going on there? Some maybe an, up, <laughs> uh, an upbringing? I was raised in Wheaton. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, its reputation precedes was, itself. A yeah, <laughs> like literally, I had the idea for Catholic Boy when I was driving down College Avenue, like walking distance from the Wheaton College campus, and just my mind was kind of like, how can I go against the grain? And so that's kind of how that happened. There's always like a like a back and forth with that a dichotomy of the of being evil i suppose so, so that was a fair fair assumption yep you, you nailed it <laughs> all right let's talk about sweetie let's talk about the origin story of sweetie how did the band come together give me some background um so our original drummer joe uh who's no longer with with us he's still alive okay i was gonna ask yeah he's going back to college so 
he'll be running sound for us someday, I think, hopefully. Um, so he came up to me at a party at a DIY space in Union, Illinois, which is the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And he, he walked up and he goes, you want to start a two-piece band? And I went, yep. And he said, you play through two amps and I'll play drums? And I said, yep. And it, it just happened. And the, the name just sort of came to me maybe a month later, like I, literally out of nowhere. And I just te- I texted him. I'm like, how about the name Sweetie? And he goes, perfect. And we just took off running from there. And uh, Johnny and I bumped into each other at a 4th of July party this summer. Yeah, just recently, yeah. And uh, he had played in a local band back in the day called Shotgun Gambling. That was like a bunch of my friends played in a band together. And so, you know, I'd refused to have a bassist in Sweetie for like the majority of the time. And then I'd literally just gotten done yelling at someone like, mind your own business. Don't tell me I need a bassist. How can you have a groove without a bass, Johnny? Right. You need yeah. that low end. I'm, I'm not going to. Well, the two amps. Contest. I had a pedal. It was fine. It, we made it work. It was fine. It was fine. But <laughs> then, like the moment we started talking, I was like, oh, wait, can I swear? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he plays bass. He'd be perfect. He'd be a really good fit. And so I kind of started treading around that and like probably in my mind it was I was subtly interviewing him, but he probably knew exactly what was happening, but then it just kind of It happens when you play bass. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that you swore in the car, we can't have the after show in Wheaton. It, yeah. <laughs> after Punk Rock Tacos tonight. Oh man, they used to have a really great venue there called the Wheaton Grand Mm -hmm. which was like an old movie theater that they like there was a brief moment of time where they had concerts there and like Plain White Tees came through the Addicts played there and it was such a cool venue and then like Wheaton shut it down immediately but uh, I miss it a lot too because it was cool Men and women had to stand like four feet apart. No dancing. Yeah. There's a bowl of holy water in the middle. (laughs) Uh, So again, Bad Thing, Sweet Thing is the album. These are short sweet, raw, bluesy g- garage rock songs yeah rock lives the, the guitar lives <laughs> thank the, you the, the sweetie <laughs> absolutely is, is that the stuff you were kind of weaned on yeah i'd say that's kind of the the genre that i always stick to like it just occurred to me this morning i'm like you know what i probably don't always have to listen to music with a guitar and drums like there's other things in the world who knew the, the, <laughs> so, I've, I've heard that yeah it was when I was, I was listening to Bjork on my way to work, so it got kind of weird. I was listening to Portishead, so we were oh, fabulous. Yeah, nice. kind of sharing a vibe. Absolutely. Um, my dad, he was a, a he was a DJ on a rock and roll station in college before he, um, I don't want to say sold out, uh, <laughs> changed, <laughs> took a different path. Uh, and he, he saw that there was no future in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you could say it. I, I get it. Yeah, I think the late nights kind of, he, he'd been locked out of the radio station at 2 in the morning in the middle of winter too many times to want to want to do that anymore I, i've been locked out of radio stations too but it's because my key card was revoked and <laughs> oh, no. they're going in a different direction it's yeah just, it's just a thing that happens so he'd kind of sprinkle around you know rock and roll bands oh have you heard you know introduce me to Jimi hendrix and the cramps and the ramones stuff like that i love it yeah. i love it uh songs on this album i love i love huffing gas i i'm a sucker for a good cover these boots are made for walking thank you that that's a fun one I forget why we decided to do that cover, but uh, oh, I think we used to play it with an old band. Um, so I brought that into Sweetie, and uh, yeah, I, it's just simple. It's we kick the shit out of it. <laughs> you kick the shit out of it with boots. No, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> so again, we're recording this in January 2023. The year is young; it is brand new. What is what's the future look like for Sweetie? A new album. Uh, we've been working with North Central Productions for like months, 
on this next album. Um, I won't say the name. We're keeping it very secretive, but well, there's 11 songs on it. Um, and it's, it's like the, it's like bad thing, sweet thing. Like she's all grown up now and it sounds, it sounds beautiful and I'm really proud of it already. Awesome. Yeah. So timetable for that? <laughs> <laughs> Late spring, early summer, I think. Uh, sweet Johnny Marble. How are you feeling about the album? It's, it sounds great. I mean, if you, if you like bad things, sweet thing, this one I think has a lot more, has a lot more depth. It breathes. It's instrumentation is a more expanded obviously uh but uh it's pretty cool you know so obviously we're recording this outside a show by the time people see this or hear this it'll be too late for them to see you at punk rock tacos anything else on the books that we can promote we're going to be playing at the burlington on march 3rd sometime in march yes (laughs) so at burlington in march awesome yes all right, so this will be a fun year for you. Absolutely. It's starting out good. Yep. All right, do you eat before a show? I mean, are you going to have a taco before you? I, I, I'm in so much drag right now beer. that I have, to wait. <laughs> I have to wait to eat till after. I'm wearing, like, four pairs of tights, and I have so much makeup on. Like, after when I'm... You are, like... you are the best-dressed guest we've had Thank you. on this podcast in, in weeks. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of friends that do drag that have kind of... Oh, there's one of my Rocky Horror castmates, <laughs> and they're some of my friends that are that do drag. Hi. <laughs> so that's well. All right, down. let's talk about Rocky Horror because I know that's <laughs> that, that that's a whole thing with you. Yeah. It's a bit, so yeah, Columbia just walked by. <laughs> okay, Columbia. Uh, the uh, forgive me, the redhead. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The tap dances. It, it's it's been a bit, but I mean, I the fanaticism, like the, the level of fanaticism to the point where you perform the show. That that's like next level stuff. That I I just it I, it's cult. That's like the only way of describing it. It's cult. Well, I think it goes, it ties in a lot with the musical influences of like the cramps, you know, mm-hmm. simple blues rock, but man, they were all into like the, like that aesthetic, that sleaze culture mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, <laughs> John Waters kind of cultivated on and Rocky mm-hmm. Horror, like they all kind of inhabit a similar space. By the way, I am okay with the youth of America discovering Goo Goo Muck decades yeah. later. Like- Me too. Every time, like I'm kind of a hater when it comes to like TikTok stuff. Which I shouldn't be, but I'm just grumpy sometimes. But this, I'm like, <laughs> like let's get let's get Poison Ivy her royalties. Yes. Like let's line her pockets. I love her. Like yeah. keep that song cycling, especially like getting younger kids into the cramps. Hopefully, I, I, of all the songs to to hook them back in in 2023, I didn't think it would be that one. Me neither. Maybe Bikini Girls and Machine Guns. Yeah, that song. or with Machine Guns. <laughs> yeah. Love that song. So do I. <laughs> Human Fly. But I, I digress. <laughs> I just I. I don't re- I don't reject the idea of a cool song becoming popular decades later. Like fuck, let the kids listen to cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ki- everybody's uh, playing Mountain now. That's the new big one. So if uh, Mississippi Queen by Mountain that's, can that's... break on through again, oh yeah, for real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my partner watches TikTok a lot, so I can I can attest to that. Heard a lot of Mountain recently. Did not see that one coming. No. All right, but Rocky Horror. So, so what are you doing with that? Um, so I am on the shadow cast. So anyone who hasn't seen it, um, the, the tradition for the show is they show the movie on the movie screen and then a bunch of people will, each person will dress as a character in the movie and reenact the movie at the same time that the movie plays in the background. It's called a shadow cast. Okay. I didn't know that was, that was what it was called. I've seen, I've seen Uh that happen for sure. Oh yeah. And so, um, 
So the shadow cast will reenact the movie, run around the theater, um, do the whole thing start to finish, like mirroring the movie, which is really tough because you have to be like people can see if you didn't do the right thing right away. Yeah. So um, I play Meatloaf's character. I play Eddie. Eddie, right? As a recent, um, and yeah, just the whole culture around it. I started going to um, the one in uh, Hollywood Boulevard when I was like a teenager. That's up by like Woodridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they are the only cast I know that does a midnight show every Saturday, which is wild. Um, I joined this cast out in DeKalb because I was like. It's an 8 p.m. show, and they do it five times a year. I'm like, that's perfect. <laughs> 8 p.m., yeah, sold. I love uh-huh. it, yeah. <laughs> Not getting like, any younger over here. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, in bed by 11, I'm on it. I'm so there. I get it. Yeah, and then there's also an audience participation point to it where um, someone oh, that, will say something crazy. in the movie, yeah. and there's like a timed response yep. that people yell. I, it's, it's been years, but I remember all that. Like, yeah. And it's fun. Every time like someone says Janet, you have to yell slut, and every time mm-hmm. someone says Brad, you yell asshole. It's so rated R. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But it's it's fun, and it's raunchy, and it's edgy, and it's it's just it's wild. I, I got to say, one of my, my most glorious moments as a small boy was seeing Susan Sarandon in that movie for my oh, first time. Oh, absolutely. Um, Running absolutely. around her underpants. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I went to the uh, before I joined like a year or a year and a half ago. I went to their October show, and I went with my friend Penelope. And she looks at me. She goes, "Susan Sarandon is a snack." I'm like, "You bet she is a a snack." (laughs) I was like, "That's the best description." But absolutely, a snack. I'm using that. I don't probably not appropriately, but I'm going to use that. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh. But also, she. I don't know if you knew this. She had pneumonia while they were filming. Really? She's running around in her underwear. She's soaking wet. It's in a old drafty castle in Scotland or England or wherever they were. And so she caught pneumonia. So she's actually like really sick for a lot of it. That's wild. So this for you, this is a create, you have your creative outlet with Sweetie, but this is like an extra create, <laughs> creative outlet. For it you. is. And I don't have to make any decisions and I really like it. Right. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's, there have been a couple times in my life where I've joined groups of things and like the moment you show up, you're like, oh, I found my tribe of people. Mm-hmm. Rocky Horror was one. Rugby was another. And then doing a foreign language program at NIU was the other, was the third. And so just the moment you're like, oh, these people are the same level of weird yeah. and obsessed that I am. Like, we're here for it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, sweetie, we'll look for the new album this year. Uh, we'll see you at Burlington in March. Oh, and we've uh, I mean, we're not playing, but uh, Rocky Horror at the Egyptian Theater on February 17th in DeKalb. And it's 8, eight o'clock. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. Bedtime. And, early bedtime. Uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. A lovely date opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for doing this. A pleasure to finally meet. You as person. well. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, James. And uh, we'll look forward to lots of new music and lots of fun. From absolutely. Sweetie. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs>